0: Hey Faithful Listener, welcome to Season 6 of the Bible Explained Podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of Judges. Good morning, friends and faithful listeners, and happy Wednesday. Today we're going to be talking about Judges chapter 6, and this is the test that Gideon asks of God. And we're going to talk about testing God today and whether or not it's a good or a bad thing to do. So let's go ahead and read Judges chapter six, verses 33 through 40. And as usual, I'll be reading out of W.E.B. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the children of the east assembled themselves together and they passed over and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But Yahweh's spirit came on Gideon and he blew a trumpet and a beezer was gathered together to follow him. He sent messengers throughout all of Manasseh, and they also were gathered together to follow him. He sent messengers to Asher and to Zebulun and to Naphtali, and they came up to meet them. Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand as you have spoken, behold, I will put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I'll know that you will save Israel by my hand as you have spoken. It was so. For he rose up early on the next day and pressed the fleece together and wrung the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. Gideon said to God, Don't let your anger be kindled against me, and I will speak but this once. Please let me make a trial just this once with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, and on all the ground let there be dew. God did so that night, for it was dry on the fleece only, and there was dew on all the ground." This portion of scripture really made me question, when is it appropriate to test God? Because if you look at Luke chapter four, when Jesus was being uh, tempted by Satan in the wilderness, Jesus actually tells Satan that you should not tempt or test God, depending on the version you read. And that's actually from Deuteronomy six, verse 16. And the full verse says, you shall not tempt Yahweh your God as you tempted him in Massa. Now, if you guys remember what that is referring to, Deuteronomy six, it was when the people were basically angry at both Moses and God, because God like led the people into the wilderness and they had no food or water there. And so they were like, God, how dare you? You know, even though you brought us out of Egypt, how dare you bring us into this wilderness for us to all die? We should just go back to Egypt and be slaves again. And then God was angry with the people. But he gave them what they wanted. He gave them the water at Massa, but he was very angry and he said, do not test me like that again. It kind of reminds me of what my mom used to say. She'd be like, you're testing me. Don't you test me. (laughs) So my question is, when is it appropriate to test or tempt God? And when is it not? So I decided to look up a whole bunch of scriptural passages of times that people did in fact test God and see what God's response was to those testings and also to see if there are any similarities between the tests. So one of the ones I pulled up was from Isaiah 7 verses 11 and 12 when Isaiah was actually encouraging King Ahaz to test God. Now, this is a story that we'll get to someday once we get to the book of Isaiah. But Isaiah was a prophet, a very famous prophet. And he actually went to King Ahaz and said, ask God for a sign. And Ahaz was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to test God. And he actually quoted the same portion of scripture that Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy verse six. But the difference was Ahaz sinned by not testing God in that moment, because God had actually told Ahaz to test him. And Ahaz was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he quoted Deuteronomy six. But then later on, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, Jesus quoted Deuteronomy six and told Satan, no, I'm not going to test or tempt God, because basically that would be a sin for Jesus to tempt or test God. But then if you look in the book of Malachi, and I just mentioned this on the podcast a few days ago, there is actually one time in scripture where God tells us it's okay to test him. And that's actually with our giving. He says, test me in this thing, like give and see what I'm going to do. So there are times in scripture where it is in fact okay, and we're not necessarily sinning to test God. And Gideon here takes advantage of that and he tests God. So he says to God, he's like, hey, I'm going to put this fleece on the ground. And if the fleece is like sopping wet tomorrow morning and the rest of the ground is like super dry, I will know that you are with me. I will know that you are about to help me basically defeat all these Amalekites and Midianites. And so God does it. He doesn't get angry at Gideon. He does it. He does the sign. And so when Gideon wakes up the next morning, early in the morning, the fleece is super wet, so wet that he's able to wring it out and gather a whole bowl full of morning dew just from that fleece. But then the rest of the ground was like super dry. And then Gideon again comes to God in verse 39. and He says, don't let your anger be kindled against me and I will speak. But this once, please let me make a trial. Just this once with the fleece, let it now be dry only on the fleece and on all the ground. Let there be dew. And God does it. So Gideon wakes up early the next morning and the fleece is as dry as can be. And the the rest of the ground is covered in dew. Now, there's been times where I've left things outside like overnight, <laughs> And uh, they are wet with dew. That actually happened um, recently. I left something outside to dry and uh, left it out there way too long. So the next morning, it was actually super dry. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I got to bring this into the house. And I did not bring it into the house. I got distracted, didn't bring it in. And then the morning after that, it was literally wet again because there was so much dew all over the place that it uh, that it caused my garment to be like wet again. So fleece will absolutely absorb all the water. So this was a miracle that the fleece remained super dry when the rest of the ground was covered in morning dew. But what's interesting about this is God performs a sign to Gideon, allows Gideon to test him, allows Gideon to put him on trial, and God goes along with it. So once again, when is it okay to test God? I think that it is not ever appropriate to test God when our hearts are like bitter towards him or when we are purposefully in rebellion towards him. Because if you look at the times when God gets angry at people for testing him, it's always when their hearts are in basically like denial of him. So for example, going back to Deuteronomy 6, where the people are in the wilderness after God literally had just brought them up out of Egypt the people's hearts were super bitter towards God. After God it showed them so many signs and wonders up until that point. I mean, he brought them out of Egypt miraculously with all the different plagues. He brought them to safety by parting the Red Sea. He was like giving them a cloud by day and the fire by night so that they could see. And yet the people's hearts were so embittered towards God after seeing so many miraculous signs and wonders from God. And then in the case of Jesus, when he was tempted by Satan, here's, here's the full story. Jesus was in the wilderness. He was being tempted by Satan. Satan brings him to the very top of the pinnacle of the temple of Jerusalem. And he says to him, if you are the son of God, cast yourself down from here, for it is written, He will put his angels in charge of you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest perhaps you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered, said to him, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So for Jesus, who literally had the power of the Holy Spirit and who was literally God's son, to be in rebellion against God by listening to Satan and throwing himself off of the temple to test God to see if God would like catch him and also to prove to Satan that he was God's son that would be in rebellion toward God. And like I said before, the other times we see God get angry with people for testing him is when their hearts are actually bitter toward him or when they're in rebellion toward him or trying to be in rebellion toward him. But Gideon, I don't think his heart was in rebellion toward God, because if you look at this, He's actually coming to God very humbly, right? He's like, God, please do not be angry with me. Uh, Just let me make a trial with you. Let me make sure that your hand is with me. And so, yes, Gideon did display very little faith here, (laughs) as many of the judges before him did, and as many people often do. But God wasn't angry with Gideon for asking for a sign because Gideon kind of needed a sign, because if you go back to the very beginning of this story in Judges chapter six, where Yahweh's angel meets Gideon, Gideon is like, where are these signs and wonders that my father and my grandfather talked about? Like, where are they? Why aren't we seeing miraculous signs and wonders now that God performed for our ancestors? And that's what he says to Yahweh's angel. And Yahweh's angel doesn't respond to that. Yahweh's angel calls Gideon. He says, okay, here's the thing. You have been called and go do it. And so then that's when Gideon starts asking for signs and wonders. It says in scripture that God is able to work with even a mustard seed of faith, because that's really all we (laughs) have sometimes is like that tiny little mustard seed of faith. We don't have a lot of faith. And I can't really fault Gideon here for wanting a sign, because if I'm being hundred percent honest, I have made ultimatums to God before, and I've definitely asked for signs in the past. And in my personal experience, God was very patient with me when I was being a total jerk. But God can work with a mustard seed of faith, and he often does. And Gideon had this little mustard seed of faith. Initially, he was like, you know, if God's with us, where are these signs and wonders we hear about? But after he realized that Yahweh's angel was in fact Yahweh himself, he humbled himself. And secondly, he listened to Yahweh's angel by going and tearing down that altar to Baal that we just talked about on Friday. And that would have been very, very hard for Gideon to do that, especially since the culture at that time period would put people to death for tearing down or disrespecting uh, altars to Baal and Asherah poles and stuff like that. And Gideon totally tore them down and, and he cut down the Asherah pole and he made wood out of the Asherah pole to sacrifice to God. So you can see that Gideon's heart, at least, was moving in the right place of trusting in God, but he still wanted these signs to make sure God truly was with him. He had a mustard seed of faith that God worked with. Now, generally, I do think it's not a good idea (laughs) to test God. I do think it's better for us to just have faith at the beginning and not test God. But I think it is a downright sin if we test God when we are bitter toward him. Because anytime you see that in scripture, it is condemned. But I think, in general, once again, this entire story of Gideon testing God is just showing God's patience and love for people. I think a lot of times we read the Old Testament, we're just like, God is so mean, he's so cruel. But then you read stories like this where he doesn't get angry at people for asking him for things. He doesn't even get mad when Gideon's like, yeah, where are you, God? You know, like at the beginning of this chapter, God is very patient with people and he is willing to work with a little mustard seed of faith that you and I often have sometimes. I I can honestly tell you, my faith is not always the best. (laughs) My faith is not always like Paul level in the New Testament. My faith is usually the faith of Gideon. (laughs) But I mean, look at how God used Gideon. God saw something in Gideon that Gideon didn't see in himself, firstly. And God was also willing to work with somebody with very little faith. Just because Gideon had little faith, but Gideon's heart was willing to go with God. He was willing to listen to God. So I think the moral of the story is that firstly, God is very patient with people. Secondly, he sees things in people that we often don't see in ourselves. And he calls us to things that are greater than we could ever imagine. And we need to have faith that when God calls us to something, he knows that we can, in fact, accomplish that task. And thirdly, just keep listening to God's voice. Even if you feel like you have very little faith, even if you're not sure what you're doing or what you're called to do, keep listening for God's voice because God is patient with you. He will reveal himself to you, especially if you're seeking. What does Jesus say? Seek and you will find. God wants you to seek him because God desires a relationship with you. And I don't think he always gets angry when you ask things of him. I don't think he always gets angry when you test him in things. But I think your heart has to be in a place of listening to God. And I think your heart also has to be in a place of wanting to truly do God's will the way Gideon is about to do. Well, faithful listeners, I hope this brought some encouragement to you today, and I hope that you have a really, really fantastic Wednesday. And also check out all the links that are listed in the description of this podcast episode. If you would like to support P40 Ministries and the Bible Explained podcast further, you can go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. You can check out the uh, merch store. I will be updating the merch pretty soon, actually. I'm going to be switching over to the same provider that does my Lion of Judah teas, which is my best-selling tea, and also... A really great quality tea in general. So I'm going to be switching over to that. That's going to be an exciting new development with the merch store and just higher quality stuff. But anyway, faithful listeners, I hope to see you all tomorrow where we're going to discuss Acts chapter five and continue on with the New Testament on Tuesdays and Thursdays. All right, guys, well, I will let you all go. Happy listening and God bless.